0: In a world whose hosts cried out for a replacement to Thunderdome. Thunderdome! Ah! The Top Ten is proud to bring you The Realist. Realist! r <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to The Realist. Realist! Realist!
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Was that good? I have no idea where the mic is.
0: Totally worked. Totally worked. I hear it loud and clear. Uh, Well, you know, I'm John Roga. That's Matt Nost. We are the top ten, and this is the show we do uh, with help from our patrons. Three patrons uh, are selected by our friend Christos Alexakos, Uh, One selects the topic, two the, and then two send in their lists. Matt and I have not seen these lists. We see them for the first time on the show. You hear them as we discover them. Then we compile it at the end, essentially a mini version of our original show. Uh, Matt, how are
1: you?
0: I'm good. Yeah,
1: our thanks to Chris, man. He works so hard helping us with the back end on all this stuff. So uh, Mr. Alex Akos and everybody that helps us, Joe Abara, Mike Shea, uh, Matthew Hasso, Kristen Smith, You guys are all amazing, Uh, but Chris, you know, has to pound the pavement to get some of these done, and uh, our eternal gratitude, sir.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Thank you. Bar none, bar none, especially, you know, especially now where people are, like, kind of, you know, feeling the crunch of everything, it's great to have a strong support system like you guys helping us make this show happen and bringing Mm -hmm. smiles and entertainment to people's faces, which is what people need nowadays with everything that's happening. So um, I'm excited to do this one, Matt.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, who was it? Uh, Lawrence Witt chose the topic, and he chose the top ten Sandra Bullock films. Uh, the way this works is, so we don't add or subtract any movies. We're not going to be at the end. We it's it's like our show. We cobble together between the two people's lists, but we don't yep. we don't touch it. It's theirs, right? We try and be as judicious and fair. Sometimes our opinion doesn't. You know, oh, you're number two. We think that's more
0: like a six. Yeah, that's what we allow ourselves to do. Definitely, definitely. Yeah.
1: But beyond that, it's like, we're not going to just start jamming our own choices on there because that's not what the show is about. This is a FUBU for you by us. Oh, nice. So do you want our first gentleman, Chris Lemke, or Mark Fawcett? I think I'll take Lemke.
0: Lemke. All right. A Gary Glenn Ross okay. reference there.
1: All right. This is going to be a
0: pain in the ass, but I would do it. Oh, do you want me to do
1: I, I could do it. Uh you could do left no, 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 faucet. I well I have to
0: uh, open the two different file types. Oh. Well, then then me, I'll do faucet then. Because I can do it real, real easily for my computer if that's easier for you.
1: Just take that out. I gotta just toggle between the three tabs to make sure I got everybody so so I can check your list, look at his list. Good to go. I could be a little bit more off, you know, like looking around. Okay. <laughs> uh, other side actually over on your side that's where the majority of my tabs are those top three right over there okay.
0: that's a yeah this is our life now being on camera this way thanks to the coronavirus but you know we we keep soldiering yes. on we keep so we're here on. for you absolutely absolutely and uh, uh, and it's right. a distraction
1: for us too
0: yeah yeah that's for sure
1: and the, uh, the people watching the Relist for the very first time, I guess, technically, putting it Oh, up yeah.
0: Up. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, welcome. Yeah.
1: yeah, welcome to you that have never watched the show. It's totally different visually from the other show. Yeah. You're going to love it.
0: i would say to tell you something. You're going to love it.
1: So do you want to uh, start
0: then? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll start with Lemke. Uh, all right, Chris Lemke, top 10 central Bullock Films. He says, hey, guys, finally made the Relist, and all it took was giving Christos my firstborn. <laughs> So for all of those out there waiting, now you know the stakes. Excited to break down the films of America's Sweetheart. All right, at number 10, he has uh, Ocean's 8. Uh,
1: Okay, that's my number 8, so we're talking about it.
0: Oh, perfect, okay. Yeah. He says, most Bullock movies are really good premises that turn out terrible or terrible premises that turn out really good. This is definitely the latter. Genuinely surprised at how enjoyable this was and not a reheated cash grab. Good chemistry and Bullock really anchors the film. All right.
1: Uh, he writes, and there is no prologue on his stuff. Oh. Then, hi, John and Matt. I haven't seen that many of Sandra's films, but here's what I was able to come up with. So at eight, he has uh, Oceans 11, like, or Oceans 8, rather. And he right. writes, fitted in well with the franchise, better than 12, not as good as 11 or 13. I do want to see her and Clooney in the team up Oceans 21, Blackjack for a title. <laughs> 13 plus eight question mark no question mark fair enough mm, yeah uh yeah i don't know what that part means but uh that is a choice for oceans eight i actually i haven't seen it really oh no when it uh, came out i remember was it early summer yeah I think I was busy with something at that time i didn't see many things. there went uh you know you get on those string of weeks in the summer where you know there's like three straight weeks of stuff you have to see yeah kind of already in that mode of carving out time and I think it popped up to maybe there was the week before nothing was all that intriguing to me yeah. I don't
0: but uh, yeah no I never saw it it was good it's certainly enjoyable and they all do a nice job in the movie it's certainly not like how can I say this correctly um, it's not boring and it's very interesting and they all play off each other really well and it's yeah. really about the charm just like those Ocean's Eleven and Ocean Thirteen films it's about the charm of the people involved in the film Is it believable? Not even by a long shot, but it's fun to watch them work together and try to do what they need to do to steal the stuff and the twists and turns. So it's enjoyable. I would definitely say it's enjoyable. Yeah, that's all you really need in that type of movie. Yeah, exactly. And Gary Ross directed who directed Sea Biscuit, which is one of my favorite sports movies. So I like that guy a lot. Okay. Uh, All right. So that was number 10 for Chris. His number nine is The Blind Side. Let me see not on my list all right uh chris says the most it's the most overrated of bullock's films she's perfectly fine in this probably not best actress i agree and nor should this have been a best picture nominee i also agree it's a white savior bastardization of michael lewis's story and did a massive disservice to michael orr who was a stud athlete prior to the two he's two and his high school football coach was Hugh Freeze, who became a Division I coach and had already won state championships prior to Orr joining the team. Being from Baton Rouge, the best part of the film is future LSU coach Ed Orgeron. Go Tigers. Uh, there you go. I agree. I think the film's okay. Um, it's a lifetime movie in essence. She does a great job, but she's always she always does a great job. She's really bad. Just the yeah. story overall was a little rough to watch. Like, yeah like they did all this stuff for him actually the dad the the tim mcgraw character had way more involvement in this situation this was clearly a let's get sandra an oscar type film and it accomplished its goal even though she she probably deserved it for a couple of other films over this one but it's you know it is what it is
1: by the way when i'm taking the sit out of this am i getting the let me get product placement oh yeah
0: good job good job
1: i don't know how i'm gonna Oh, you want Pepsi? I don't even know. Right, that's right. Lovely. Uh, I'm not going to look now. Who cares?
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, Lemke's number eight is Demolition Man. That's got to be on that list, right? Oh, that, that's a huge font. Okay, good. Go All right. What do you got at 10? Which is ridiculous to me,
1: guys. I understand it's fun, but uh at 10, I've got Forces of
0: Nature. Oh, oh, oh. Or uh,
1: more correctly, I should say Mark
0: Fawcett has Forces of Nature. Yeah, Mark Fawcett. Uh, no, I don't have this on the list.
1: Uh, he writes A passable attempt at a rom com version of Plain Strains and Automobiles. Sandra and Ben Affleck have quite a fun chemistry together, which keeps the film watchable.
0: Hmm. Okay, that's cool. I dig that. Uh, yeah. I have not seen it, so uh, I don't know what happens. And I think he's on his way to a marriage and he gets diverted by being with her. And then has to question his marriage or something like that. I think that's what the premise. Is. I think more tyranny is the woman to be supposed to marry, yeah. but I'm not it's sure. It,
1: it just seemed like a cookie cutter.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those vehicles.
1: Uh, well, I I'm sure she's going to be good in it. Uh, it's tailor made for her and her strengths and uh, it's going to do well at the box office, but it's just not my cup of tea. Truth. Yeah. Uh, what's your number two? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Some people hate, you know, action films. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number nine is. Oh,
0: no, sorry, sorry, nine. Yes,
1: is Minions.
0: Not on this list. Proceed.
1: All right. He says I like Minions, and Sander does a good villain role in this. Um, I didn't like Minions. You didn't, huh? You're not a Minions fan. No, I was. I like the the vignettes early on of them going from like vampire, like Dracula, to this. Like they've been latching on to these types of individuals for their entire. I found that interesting, but that's just like a bunch of sketches, in essence, right? And then it gets into the meat of the story, and I just didn't really care as much. Not that I was so invested in the the first couple, but I liked one and I liked two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the third one was a big disappointment. I didn't see the newest one, and uh, if they continue making them, I don't know, maybe, but I doubt it. I've never seen these movies, so you so one and two, you say is good. One's got a lot of heart, right? So he. Okay. he ends up like adopting these three little girls and there's a there's a nice heart to it the minions are stupid and fun whenever right. they and I totally get why they were a huge hit with kids because I probably would have loved it at that age too they're great mm-hmm. uh, it's not a Pixar film but they're not trying to make a Pixar film you know they're trying to make a family fun entertainment right Uh think like um, the stakes in cloudy with a chance of meatballs yeah, yeah yeah
0: I like Clyde of the Chance Meatballs. That was a sweet film.
1: Yeah, it's like that. Okay. It's not Pixar, but it's a f- it's a fine, entertaining, interesting. They have a, a visual style and they stick to it. And uh cool. Steve Corroll, I like his voice work performance. You know, it's not gonna win an Oscar, but it's entertaining.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, all right, so those are my bottom three. What next do you oh. answer?
0: All right, number seven, I have uh the Heat. Isn't that called the Heat? Uh, It is. I don't have that on my list. Okay. He said, uh, uh, this is what uh, Chris Lemke says, terrible premise, really good result. This film is charming, fun, and has really great chemistry between Bullock and McCarthy. Not too much to say about it except that it ranks pretty high on the buddy cop genre too. Yeah, I agree. I like The Heat a lot. Uh, This is one I definitely try to tell people to watch of Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. I think Paul Feig directed it as well. I think it's really funny. And uh, I don't understand why people didn't love it as much. The Boston stuff with Burr is hilarious with uh, being part of McCarthy's family. Uh, Mm -hmm. The stuff with Demian Bashir, the whole thing with him, the other guy being an albino, like all of it is just really funny overall. And, uh, you know, it's just, I guess it's an acquired taste type of movie, but I think it's funny as hell from top to bottom.
1: Um, Of her straight comedic endeavors, it's one that I like. Yeah. I was surprised that I liked it. Um, Because I don't know. I... In comedy, she has all the talent in the world, and the execution of, of what ends up on screen has never been my cup of tea, and I don't know. The disconnect there is so strange. Yeah. will end up in some dramatic piece, and she's crushing. And I know she can do the comedy. The comedy are there, just when I see it, I'm like, oh, it's not for right. me. It sucks, man, because she's good.
0: Yeah, she is. She is. Um, all right. And then um, number six is while you were sleeping. Oh, not on my list. What? What?
1: Wow. Hey, uh, seems uh, like it might be a younger guy. I don't know. Yeah, maybe.
0: Uh, says uh, Chris says, definitely one of my favorites of her romantic comedies. I really like the setup of falling in love with the idea of the comatose Peter Gallagher and making up a story to be near him. The family with Peter Boyle is great, and her and Bill Pullman have great chemistry. Really like this movie. When was the last time you saw it? It's been a while for me. Uh, maybe last year, sometime early last year, like randomly on one of the like one of the, like USA or TNT, just kind of laying on the couch and it was on, and I was like, screw it, because she's so charming in that movie, and her. You watched the whole thing? Oh yeah, sure. I had mm-hmm. a great time. I, I know. I like. It's one of the. I'm look. I'm a sucker for romantic comedies. I really am. If they're, if yeah. there's We because they kind of b- transport you into a place of like what it could be, the imaginary thing of what it could be. So it's fun to explore that every once in a while. Um, and that's a sweet, and it's a sweet film. She's great in it. You know, she's very sweet in it. Uh, I think the, the the you know, or, or, uh, Bill Pullman is great in it. I think Gallagher is funny when he finally comes out of that coma. Uh, the family is great. And also, I forget the yeah. actor's name, his character actor, the, the older black guy who's her friend through the whole, navigating her through the whole thing. I think it's all brilliantly funny stuff. It's just a sweet romantic comedy. Okay. Yeah. You don't like it?
1: um i like i liked it at the time Oh okay I, okay if i'm gonna go back for a romantic comedy i'm choosing other things first so it just doesn't get seen yeah yeah, yeah yeah i got nothing against it it's just like you're part of this heap of rom-coms now and boy do yeah. i love this one and this one and this one and this one and this one <laughs> if i can't do you great i got nothing against you but uh, i'd rather go to the well for other things all right so that was your what it was my number six
0: so what's your number seven
1: my seven is a time to kill. Uh, not on this list. Not on this list. Nope, nope. Mr. Fawcett writes, just watch this for the first, before this list creation and enjoyed it. Strong cast performances throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Time to kill good. I like it. And I That's hope they burn in hell. It. That's a Crichton, isn't it? No, it's, not, a it's a Grisham. Uh, uh, yeah, Grisham. Yeah. Uh, yeah, any kind of lawyerly based in the South- Came out 95 to
0: 99. Very likely a Grisham. I wonder if we could do a top 10 Grisham. I wonder. Does he have 10? I don't know. That's why I was asking. I wonder if he's got 10. Because Crichton, I don't think, even has 10. Yeah, you might be right there. I think you might be right there. King does. But it took until we got, you know, it,
1: in essence, to get 10 good kings.
0: Well, he's got 15 writing credits. So I guarantee there's 10, but I don't think there's 10... Yeah, like you, You've got The Firm, Pelican Brief, The Client, A Time to Kill, The Chamber, Rainmaker, Gingerbread Man, something called A Painted House, but that's a TV movie, Runaway Jury, Mickey, Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, and that's it. So you basically have 10. Because the other two are A TV Show and uh, The Innocent Man, which is a miniseries documentary he did. Yeah,
1: and I'm not near 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... You can't get to 10, but yeah. you'll be lying through your teeth on those last how many ever.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree with you there. Yeah, but he's got some good ones in there. He does. Certainly does. I still think The Firm is a, is one of these kind of underground ones for Tom Cruise. That people don't give enough respect for you. He's great in that film. Um, All right, so that was your number seven or number six? That was my
1: seven. My six is probably going to be a punt, Miscongeniality. Congeniality. That is a punt.
0: Yes, it is Congeniality. I figured in, as much. In, in the top five. Uh, all right, so uh, Chris's number five is, oh, God. I, I, what? Chris's number five is
1: Crash. Oh, it's not on this list, thank God. Thank
0: God. Thank God. Um, <laughs> Chris says, okay, it's the most maligned Oscar-winning film ever, and it's totally deserving of that slide. However, I think to discount it as a bad movie is going too far. Bullock in particular is really good in this and very much plays against type. I think it's easy to dismiss the film because of the backlash, but it wasn't maligned because it was a nominee as a Best Picture nominee, for example, one of the top five films of the year, but because it won. So yeah, sure, of course. That's kind of how it works. Uh, once the targets on your back, you get the criticism or the praise. So yeah. yeah. So that's why it's maligned, but also because a lot of the easy approaches to racism in the movie really don't hold up, and that's kind of the big deal. I think there are great moments in that movie. Certainly when the guy is thinking he's his, this guy's going to shoot his daughter and the yeah. microphone scream is incredible.
1: Yeah, uh, she has that cape. Yeah, it's so
0: manipulative. It did. It did. But it worked for me, um, and maybe because uh, Latino connecting to like maybe there was a little bit more of that for me when I saw it, so I, I connected to that and enjoyed it. But I would say, yeah. But the other scene where, where I like the scene where Dylan takes uh, Tandy Newton out of the out, out of, of the, the car. car. Yeah, I think that's a great scene. Uh, but there's a lot not to like, and I think Sandra Bullock <laughs> isn't as strong in this movie.
1: Yeah, it's all the everything swirling around it. Mm-hmm. I feel is. Uh, I don't know. It just it, it feels fully construct- constructed, the entire movie, and man- manipulative. And I I fully get why people fell for it the first time. But if you don't see that combination coming a second time, like then I don't. We don't experience movies the same way. Yeah, yeah, agree. Uh, I can understand. You know, fool me once, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just feels like by the numbers, and uh, we're going to make this person as shitty like Dylan this racist piece of shit. And then ultimately does the right thing. Right. Race doesn't matter at this point. Right. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Six examples of this. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) All right. What's your number five? um,
0: Is a two weeks notice. Oh, uh, not on this list.
1: All right. Mr. Fawcett writes, I like the interplay between Sandra and Hugh Grant in this uh, the main reason this film is so high up, though, is one of the outtakes the term low-fat monkey spunk is said when Hugh trying not to swear, which I still say at times to this day. <laughs> low-fat okay. monkey spunk.
0: All right. Nogges all right.
1: right. I mean, I, I remember that movie. I remember enjoying it. Like, when she falls oh. down. It was in the trailer, too. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, what are the Supreme Court justices? And she rattles off all of them. Yeah. Like, right? And he's like, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> They, uh, they have really good chemistry between the two of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt. No yeah. Like full on. I enjoyed it. I liked it at the time. If it came on now, uh, I would happily watch it. I got zero qualms with it. Yeah. She's got a much more successful career for those type of movies, you know, to me.
0: Oh, yeah. That's why I like these movies, man. It's her. She's super mm-hmm. fucking charming. Super charming, dude. Yeah. So they kind of pay- gloss over or paper over the cracks in those films because I enjoy her in them, you know? Um. All right. Her uh, Chris Lemke's number four is Prince of Egypt. Is that on your list? Uh, no. Good call, though. Yeah, I like this movie a lot. Apparently, it's a stage musical now in London, uh, and maybe coming to the states later on in the year. If I don't know now, I don't know what's happening now. Um,
1: Shit. The, the, I mean, the Olympics may not happen. I'm yeah. <laughs> Plays small potatoes. <laughs>
0: That's a good point. Uh, he says, "What a good animated feature! The animation, when he parts the Red Sea alone, works, but the voice cast, music, and look of the film just worked." Sure, Moses looked like Jesus, and there's not whales in the Red Sea, but the overall execution of this film really show what DreamWorks Animation could do. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, it, it's stunning to watch. The it's
1: entertaining throughout, yeah. solid to you know, amazing voice performances from you know her and. Uh, Val Kilmer, Ray Fiennes, Jeff Goldblum—is Patrick Stewart the dad? Is he Ramesses the second? Or Ramses? Yes, yes, he's Ramesses, Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember who else you know were the voices.
0: Well, you got you got Ray Fiennes, you got like you said Val Kilmer, you yeah. got Sandra Bull. you got Jeff Goldblum, but you got Martin Short and Steve Martin as those like oh yeah the two yeah yeah
1: fucking alchemist magician type of whatever <laughs> they were. Not one basically they assume that. He's peddling the same kind of trickery that they are so they're just trying to replicate Yeah, yeah. they don't want to lose their power with the, the fucking the god on earth uh, yeah why, why would you if I was them I would be fighting for that too oh yeah totally totally in the earnest circle of what people assume is a
0: walking deity not a bad place to be no true um, very good point
1: what other were there any other got oh uh, Danny Glover was right, the wandering elder, kind of like a yes, the
0: caravan, right? And Michelle ran- Pfeiffer plays the girl, that he oh, is the, up with. the mom. Was it the girl's he ends up with, or is it the, no, the girl's she yeah, has? he she plays the okay? Yeah, 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 dude. I love this movie. This is one of my like one of those animation films that I watch all the time. Just something about it really moves me, and the music is good. And it's the first one I've seen where you see there's a legitimate love between the brothers. You know, in most mm-hmm. other iterations of Moses and Ramses, there's like this deep-seated hatred between them or jealousy. But in this film, they portray them as like legitimate, like brothers who really loved each other. And So his leaving him is actually seen as a betrayal by Ramses, not from a, a arrogant place, or a place of like, oh, how could you leave me? We're family. You know, there's a real hurt that comes. So they play that up throughout the movie. And I think it really works in the story as an, as an interesting yeah. new color to the story. Yeah, Ray yeah, Fine. No, you're right. Ray Actually, uh, Ray Fines plays Ramses. He's the dad. Uh, oh, no, no. Ray Fiennes. No, that's brother. Ramses is right. the sorry. brother. I'm sorry. Yeah. Patrick Stewart is the, the mom is Helen Mirren. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so uh, there you go. All right. So that was your four? Yes. That was my four. What's your four?
1: My four is Bird Box. Hmm. Not on this list. All right, Mr. Fawcett writes once again. Uh really enjoyed this Netflix production. Glad they never showed the monsters as those designs were awful. Spoiler. Uh yeah, I never saw it. Yep. Um, I almost watched it at one point, but yeah. I don't know. It didn't have quite quiet placey buy, you know, buzz for me. Yep. And yep. that I watched because eventually enough random people in my life that like movies said, Well, that's good. They yeah. kind of trust the consensus of it, but right. Do you see Bird Box?
0: No, uh, yeah, no. I'm sorry, I saw it. I just didn't like it that much. I thought it was okay. okay. It was okay. okay. It, you know, it's like it's like uh, what was the other one they did with uh, Will Smith? Bright. I saw those. Both of those films to me had a lot of yeah, a lot of yeah, and they didn't really come through. Bright's got potential. Yeah, yeah.
1: So maybe in the sequel, but who knows?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They had a lot of same. ideas, and they're trying to cram them all in. But right. It wasn't unsuccessful to me. It got shit on, but I didn't think it deserved to be shit on. It's just
0: not great. Yeah, agreed. Thoroughly agreed, man. Um, all right, uh, uh, Lemke's number three is uh, Miss Congeniality. All right, the pun from earlier. Yes, the pun from earlier. Okay. He says, just a fun film. Bullock really shines here and gets to become America's sweetheart. Everything about the film works. Excellent supporting cast, fun dialogue, and high rewatchability. This is peak Sandra Bullock.
1: Mark Fawcett just writes, fun film. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Two words, in and out. It's like a fucking assassin. This guy is surgical. Fun film.
0: (laughs) What do you want for me? Walk away. Good for you.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I like Miss Congeniality. I think you're a bigger fan of the the series than I am.
0: Well, there's only, in my mind, there's only one. That second one was terrible. So yeah, I, I didn't like that second one, but I liked her in the first one certainly. And yeah, her and Benjamin Bratt, Michael Caine, and William Shatner, and Candace Bergen it's a good cast, and a lot of fun. And I always forget the, I always forget the girl's name, the actress name. It plays uh, the Miss Rhode Island or whatever, Jersey, Miss New Jersey. Um. Um. All right. So my uh, three. Yeah. What's your three? Is speed. Uh, that's his two. All right. Cool. Okay. What do you got?
1: Uh Mark writes um. If you had to sum up 90s action films in one movie to someone, then Speed is probably the first pick, the first I pick. Uh, Good escapist film for a couple of hours.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Chris says, says, there is a bomb on the bus that explodes if you go under 55. Come on, this never should have worked, but the script, pacing, and Sandra Bullock, Keanu, Hopper, and Daniels really pull this off, especially the chemistry between the leads. Peak 90s action that is just... Perfection. I'll be honest with you, man. I haven't seen this one in a while, so it could be fun to revisit this one now that we're all on lockdown. To kind of just revisit it and enjoy it, you know, without the pressure of having to run off and do anything else. So I'm, I, I like. I remember liking this, this one a lot. This would tie into that, uh you know, maybe bringing back that other
1: show, show and do a variation of them. We could use that as a potential choice. That's a fair point.
0: Yeah, but, uh, it good. is a
1: possibility. All right. Uh, all
0: right. I hear what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I like Speed. It's a good movie. Yeah. I think it's a piano. I mean, it introduced Sandra, by and large, to all of us.
0: Yes, agreed. It made yeah, her right. a star, flat out. I don't know how many people had seen The Net or... The Net, To me, The Net came after. Did it? I think so. Maybe you're right. Um, Let us see here. The Net is 1995. Speed... Yeah, it wasn't speed 1994 too. you're right 94? you're right, okay what was the one she did before speed but, that i'm thinking of hmm. i think she did things where like demolition man may come before right demolition man did that's when you that's when yeah. i first saw her and i didn't i never saw love potion number 9 which is what uh, some people had seen her i've in. seen that or the thing called love uh, with samantha mathis Back when Mathis was leading films. But yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, but this this gave, speed gave Sandra yep. to all of us. Yeah. Was the true introduction of her.
0: I think Keanu, too. And I know you'd had point break. Or yeah. Whatever, but this is the one that, like, Keanu could be a leading man, right? In mature, like, actual damn good movies, right? Mm-hmm. So that's I think this one kind of catapulted him as well. Yeah, he uh, wasn't a bankable star at that point. No, no um all right so then what's your number two uh my two the but from
1: you earlier demolition man
0: oh sweet okay cool
1: yeah way too high mark way too high he writes <laughs> the, fil- the first film i ever saw sandra and there you go there you uh, go really like this film with plenty of action comedy uh parenthetically three shells still intrigues me yeah. and again i still use the term murder death kill when appropriate When I hear the numbers 187 I do think Murder, Death, Kill Right Uh, But Uh, I mean uh, I like this movie But the people that hold it up in high esteem Like I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about Because this was a throwaway action film When it came out
0: Whoa, 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 whoa It
1: was It was designed to make money at the box office And that's it It was not designed to make an excellent Character driven fucking action film
0: Wait a second Surely to make money. And let me counter a little bit, sir. And this say, is the Michael Bay of its day. Uh, all right, get all your shots in because I'm going to come back here. Uh, in Go my, ahead. It, it was actually a, a surprisingly thought provoking film about commercialism and about kind um, of where we kind were of. going. Uh, and one of the guys who wrote it, I interviewed him. He's the guy who wrote Heather's. So he talked about it. And he said that was like one of the initial approaches was kind of going back at the yuppie culture in the mid 90s, how they had kind of gone into this place. And so the future is like the Taco Bell stuff and this idea of like, you know, uh, having sex without even touching this idea of all of that to be as clean as possible. Uh, And so he was going back to make fun of the uh, commercialism of the world and how people were getting all caught up in this idea of like spiritualism and whatever. And he was trying to yank them all back down to the grittiness of the of the good guy bad versus bad guy type situation and he said the seashells thing he just came up with a friend of his came up with it and texted him about it because he was in the bathroom one day at a friend's house and saw three seashells sitting on the corner of the table in the bathroom and didn't see any toilet paper and he just thought to himself wouldn't it be funny if this was how they expect me to wipe my ass and that's how it started and that's how he put in the film so i mean pretty cool
1: I'm, I never said the writing <laughs> bad. It's not. It's the all right. The inorganic uh, lighting and cinematography feels artificial. The future oh. that they're creating feels artificial. Um, so when they try and do the, the highfalutin, like like Total Recall does this a little bit better, but it's still mm. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but I think it at least asks a little bit more of you, of like what is reality, right? Uh, simultaneously, though, it was made to make money. Like there was the whole,
0: uh, I'm not gonna deny like that. I, I don't yeah, film that is. it's
1: not like it was designed to add make us as a society face a potential outcome of this dystopia that most of us would agree with or disagree right. with. Rather, right. uh, uh, that was just like a. Yeah. there's got to be some meat on this bone somewhere.
0: (laughs) I thought there was. Uh, uh, Chris says, ah, the post-coronavirus world where we have run out of toilet paper and finally start to use three seashells. Bullock really gets to shine here as the naive counterpart and our guide to this new world. Not just a damsel in distress either. I have a lot of time for this film is what he says. So, Um, all right. Well, that's what we did. What's your number? Oh no, I go number one, right? Okay. The number one film he has is Gravity. Is that what you have? Correct. Yeah, there we go. Chris says the film that she should have won the Oscar for, Sandra Bullock anchors what could only be described as an isolation disaster film. Ooh. Detacher film, okay. It's harrowing watching her struggle to find the will to keep going, deal with the grief that threatens to swallow her up, and decide that life is worth living. Despite all the amazing camera work and Neil deGrasse Tyson yelling at everyone who watched the film. (laughs) Neil deGrasse Tyson. (laughs) That is what this movie is really about. And because of Bullock's performance, it's captivating and easily her best film and performance. Thoroughly agree. Thoroughly agree. All right.
1: Mark writes... Uh, This was first on my list as soon as I was asked to do it. The first 10 to 15 minutes of this film is the best use of 3D I have seen in a feature film. Mm. A couple of documentary films have beaten it, he says parenthetically. For me, one of the moments I I love going to see uh, in films is to get those jaw-dropping moments of wonder when you first see something. And that's physically what I got at the start of the film. After the start, the film is all resting on her shoulders and Sandra carries it superbly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Her spinning in space was terrifying.
0: Oh, my God. It is because they put you right inside of it. And if you watched it in the like IMAX situation, it was like, oh, my God. It was even more harrowing because everything is so, uh, you know, like going so crazy. I I knew people, I know, I think we went to see it with someone who walked out afterwards for a little bit to calm down because they were getting like nauseous Mm -hmm. seeing that singer spin around like that. It was brilliant, dude. I thoroughly loved it. Absolutely loved it.
1: Absolutely. Just to think, then, if no force acts upon her, then she's just going to spin at that rate until she dies. Yeah, and yeah. you know, who knows how long she'll continue to do that for? How many? Who knows how many years? Right, right. Could go on for thousands of years. Nothing's going to degrade. Could go on for even longer. Especially at an atomic level, or they'll split apart. They have half lives.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's so far down the road. You know, <laughs> That's what I sat there and thought about it. was like, "Oh my god!" And you just be doing this until I pull my helmet off.
0: Oh yeah, what's the point? There's no, who, yeah, who's going to save you? There's no, there's is no, this isn't a fucking Marvel movie. There's no spaceship showing up to like save your ass. As soon as you spin out like that, you're done. Yeah, ghost. Yeah, exactly. Might as well end it. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, it was a great,
1: great start to a film. I, I thoroughly agree that this is our number one movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, all right, let's. We want to put this list together. What do we got here?
1: All right. How about uh, you type this time? Because three different tabs in the juggle.
0: Yeah, no worries. Let me uh, bring up my notes and I will type it out. I type it out. I type it out. All right, let's do it.
1: All right. So gravity is obviously number one. Yep. I think speed should be two because it's two, three.
0: I'm cool with that. All right. What do you got, Miss At six.
1: And you have Demolition Man where? Demolition Man is eight. So you're saying three-six versus two-eight?
0: Like three, 6 wins. Yeah. Okay. And then two-eight, and then what? Then probably two-eight. Which is Demolition Man? Okay. Demolition Man. And then we have... Ocean's 8 in common? Uh, Yes, I have it at 10.
1: And I think that's it.
0: Okay. I don't think we should move it up that high right now, do you?
1: I agree. What number are we on now?
0: Uh, We're at number five.
1: Well, uh, I like Prince of Egypt there. I agree. That's off your list. Yeah. And then I've got... Bird Box at my four. Okay,
0: so we'll put Bird Box next. Okay. okay. And then... I have Crash at five, unfortunately. Yeah, but we don't necessarily have to put it on. If we That's don't. true. That's a fair point. We do not have to put that on. Why? I got to- two weeks notice at five. I'm good with that. Okay, I'll put that there. Will what do you we got left? While you were sleeping at six, next?
1: Sure. That's all we're up to?
0: Uh, we're up to eight.
1: Okay. I'm
0: well, saying that was uh, his number six. I've got
1: a time to kill at seven. Okay. Minions, then forces of nature. I've got, uh, I think
0: we should, I think we can put oceans eight here. What do you think? Oh, go for it, yeah. Yeah, let's put oceans eight here. And then it's between Ooh. heat. I have heat at seven. What do you have?
1: Um, a time to kill. I would say heat.
0: Yeah, the heat. All right, the heat. It is doom. There we go. All right, let's count this thing down. Uh, wait. Oh, you you bang this time since I wrote it out. All
1: right. I am banging. <laughs> Hopefully, this translates on a laptop that is sitting a foot and a half above the table. <laughs> I think so. Let's do it. You want to well, give us the falsetto? The
0: top ten Sandra Bullock films on the relist. Yeah and uh, number 10 the heat and uh, number nine oceans eight coming in at number eight while you were sleeping in the number seven spot two weeks notice six bird box and number five the prince of egypt in the quattro demolition man starting our top three miss congeniality uh, our number two is
1: speed and finally the number one sandra bullock movie i'll go
0: really this week is gravity 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 <laughs>
1: um well yeah our, uh, thank you so much to all the patrons and chris alexacos for help putting this all together yeah uh, To Lawrence Witt, Mark Fawcett, and Chris Lemke that support us over at patreon.com forward slash uh, the top 10 with the number 10. You guys are awesome, and everybody that supports us over there, you guys are awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, What you're going to hear on this Tuesday show is the fact that uh, we're going to open up Topic Thunder to everybody, so it'll be the participants will only be those that already are on uh, Patreon, but we're going to basically put that out for everybody for more content. Yep. just so you have more things because we're all sitting at home looking for extra distractions and ways to entertain and whatnot. We figured, well, might as well open up to everybody. You know, we're all in this together. Right. So uh, please enjoy a uh, topic thunder. Uh, we don't have a date or a, a day of the week that it'll come out specifically right now, but just look for it. We'll promote it when it comes out. Absolutely. Except All of our patrons that uh, help us out with the you know, topic thunder by sending that stuff in uh, accept, uh, for the rest of you to hear what the fun of that show is. And uh, for those that want to participate, you know what the email address is. And if you have never done it, just go to patreon.com forward slash the top 10. And you can find the posts where it's got the email listed on it. You can submit your topics there. But we'll create another post to put a fresh one up there so you don't have to search too far. Yeah. Uh, and London is unfortunately canceled.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a sad truth of the situation. You know, so many things are going at uh, such a quick pace, you know. We yeah. try to hold out as much as possible, but with the new regulations going on here in the States and in the UK, they've King's Place has already canceled. I think all their March and April stuff and May is around that May is next, so it's inevitable. And so it's, it's the next domino. Done. Yeah, it's the next domino It's pretty yeah. much done. So apologies to all of you to buy your tickets. We'll have information about refunds, or you could probably go. To their website and ask them about it uh for those of you who are local uh and uh, uh, pursue them that way but we'll definitely have information when we get it from them but we're you know we're pretty bummed out we've been looking forward to it you know houston didn't work out this year for a number of reasons but this one is the one we really couldn't wait to do uh, and unfortunately you know uh, just as, yeah uh, one of many things victim and, of the coronavirus
1: and i'm guessing the official links uh won't come out until tuesday or third or wednesday Something along those lines, so be patient. Like they're working through a lot. They've got shows that were this weekend, and they have to deal with all those individuals. So, thankfully, we're still a ways away. But they've said every every ticket holder, you either get refunded or you'll get uh, a voucher to come back. Yeah, like like something you can exchange to see another show in the future. Uh, You know, uh, but we don't know what that is yet. We'll find out at some point uh, this week. But unfortunately, we won't be coming. Uh, but, but perhaps we'll find another date and we'll just reschedule for later the year when everybody's in a better mood. Perhaps they more- <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Whatever that festivity season may be. Yeah. Uh, could it be Halloween? Could it be Halloween? I don't know. Could be Christmas. Maybe we celebrate the 4th of July on November 4th and just said, plant our fucking flag there. And be like, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, thanks to everybody that, that they wanted to come to the show. We were looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. But we'll yeah. figure out another date. Yeah, absolutely. You must keep your chin up, you know, keep, you know, keep, keep faith with everything. We'll come out. We're all going to come out of this at some point down the road. When we do things are going to slowly put themselves back to normal. We, we want to keep generating content for all of you to, to entertain you, keep you smiling, keep you knowing that we're still in the fight with you. And then down the road, when we can go do these live shows, we are going to come out like gangbusters to really entertain you all even more so than we would usually do. So that's just keep, keep faith in that and keep hoping that. Yes. Um, and I think that's it. Yep. For Very us nice. this week, you can follow me at Matt Nost. Uh, you can follow me at The Roka Says. And thank you all so much for listening to The Relay. Relay.